Welcome in and welcome back everyone. This is Ship Talk with Sassy Mac and Sloppy Joe. I hope everyone out there is doing well. We are returning for episode two of season two. A lot has happened and a lot has occurred in the last month. But before we really get into it, again, I am Sloppy Joe and I'm here with my amazing and beautiful wife, Sassy Mac. Hey. Oh, okay. I thought you would like say something. Oh, well, back again. Looking forward to uh, sharing a little bit about what we've been up to, what we've been learning. Mm-hmm. And uh, should I kick it off? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Of course, we need to start with our segment. Hey, how are you? And you're asking me first? Yep. It's a bit strange because usually it's the other way around. I usually know. I ask you. Yep, well, first. this is new. We're adapting. Okay, new season, new things. Exactly. How am I doing? I am doing well. Uh, exactly at this moment, I'm quite hot. We are in our bedroom that doesn't have the best airflow, and the air conditioning for sound is turned off. So I am quite hot and sticky right now. We will be turning it on right after, right. so it's okay. Okay, we'll just have to power through this. Um, but besides that, I'm doing well. We just are finishing up a weekend. It is Saturday right now, so it's the end of our weekend. And I'd say the weekend was pretty good. Went to a surprise birthday party. Uh, of course, I was able to get it in around golf yesterday. Uh, but no, things are pretty good. Moving along pretty well. Awesome. So, Aiden, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing really, I'm doing really great. I am, felt like I had a really relaxing weekend, but we also got lots of stuff done and we went to our favorite, favorite new coffee shop today called Ratios Bakery. I posted about it on Instagram today. Yes. And so any day that we can go there, I feel like is a good way to start the day. Yeah. The only issue is, which we did learn, I know this is not our segment, what we learned, Mm -hmm. but it's not great to go have coffee and crush some cinnamon knot and focaccia bread and then go do a super intense bank class. That That's was true. A, that was a lot. Yeah. And I haven't been feeling great all day. So. Do you think that's the reason why? No, I woke up not feeling great. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the cinnamon knot or the spin class. I don't know. But I don't know. It's just been a day. It, it, but, but waking up not feeling great didn't stop me from... Uh, having ratios baked yeah. this morning. Correction and not. Yeah, those knots are nice. No, it's a twist. Of you. It's a twist. Oh yeah, it's a twist. It's a twist. Yeah. Cinnamon twist. Yeah. Anyways, we're still learning the lingo. It's our only our second time there. Yeah, but it is what? officially our favorite coffee shop. We're learning Arabic. We're learning knots and twists. We are just trying to figure out this place called Egypt. <laughs> and how would you rank it compared to Wayne and Frida for those back in Ooh. Penticton? This is controversial. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I always say, or I have been saying the last two weeks, that this ratio is probably some of the best coffee I've ever drank. Yes. That's over McDonald's. That's over Timmy's. Triple, triple, my go-to order. (laughs) It's better than those. Um, But all summer, I was saying Wayne Frida. It's up there for one of my favorites as well. Hmm. 
I, it may be recency bias, but I think I'm gonna pick ratios. Um, it doesn't have that long lineup. Yeah, the lineup is a huge, <laughs> a huge yeah. downfall. Me being someone that doesn't like people, um, yeah. I do not appreciate the lineup at Wayne and Frida's. But once you get there, you get to the front. Coffee's incredible. Food's good. Yes. But it might take 25, 30 minutes to get that coffee and food. Yeah. So I would say, as of right now, ratios, I'm going to put ratios above Wayne and Frida. Yeah. Ratios has really family feel. Mm-hmm. It feels like a community space. It They're quick to get people through. The coffee takes a while, but you can sit down, yeah. enjoy your company yep. you can relax in a quiet get a head spot. start on your knots on your twists. knots twists your focaccia whatever you're getting there's even something called a a cruffin a cruffin i know i was gonna ask the people in the bakery what a cruffin is but i think i could put two and two together <laughs> what is just, it a cookie and a muffin no i think it's a croissant and a muffin oh okay. like i think they just bake a croissant like in a, in a muffin, muffin tray tin. or tin um, i completely made that up right now but I think that's what my guess is. Okay. If any listeners out there know what a cruffin, cruffin is, is, let us or, know. Or a massant, um, let us know. <laughs> just uh, you can let us know by just DMing us yep. on at ship talk underscore. Yep. Okay. So but enough. W- one oh, thing about ratios though is yeah. that does take away from the vibe of it is there's a vicious guard dog there. Chester. Chester. Chester's there, and he. You know, he's looking like, for scraps. And he's he aggressive. Be. He's aggressive. He's yeah. at your feet. He's this big, burly, dopey golden retriever. <laughs> and he's not aggressive at all. He just kind of wanders. And when he realizes you sit down, he sits at your feet yep. waiting for scraps. But this is where Chester's bad. Is Chester, there's a sign in the sitting area saying do not feed dog because Chester has a sensitive tummy. Sensitive little and belly. And you get that because today you've had a sensitive tummy. Yes. Chester and I were aligned today. Yeah. But anyways, that's enough about ratios. Uh, I'm sure it's going to come up multiple more, multiple times. We're working on having episode. a sponsorship deal with them. Yes. Ratios, if you're listening, I don't know how or why you would be, DM us. <laughs> and also open up past 12. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So we can go in the afternoon. Or just go all day, really. Yeah. An 8 to 8 shift, what we could put in there. Like, and we're working? No. No. We're just relaxing with just hanging chilling. with Chester. Chilling with Chester. That's our next podcast. Yeah. So, so things are good. <laughs> yeah, really things are great. Um, so a bit of a rundown of what is gonna be happening this episode. We've already done Hey, how are ya? We are gonna do shortly, we are gonna do a recap of the last month because roughly that's been the amount of time uh, since we last recorded. And then after that, we're just gonna do a segment called What Have You Learned? Okay, so starting off with the last month, there's a time there, three weeks straight, where every weekend we did something, or at least I did, did something, went somewhere. So the first one was a trip out to the desert. And in that, we ripped around desert dunes, cruised around the sand, and then eventually made our way to sleeping underneath the stars below a sand dune, which was pretty incredible. Yeah, we had, this was a guided trip and there was about 10 of us, yeah. I think, that went. All new teachers. Yeah, all new, new teachers. teachers. And we got picked up in these kind of, what, four by four Yeah, four by four Toyota Toyotas, vehicles. yeah. And took a couple hours for sure to get out there yeah. and it was pretty hot and I even got sick. 
Yeah. Again, back to your tummy issues. You <laughs> <Yeah>. did get sick. <laughs> and so um, we headed to this really unique UNESCO World Heritage Site, yeah. which had uh, essentially whale bones in the middle of the desert because... Prehistoric whale bones. Pre- yeah, prehistoric whale bones. Um, as where that desert was, it used to be the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so it was a pretty unique spot to check out. I unfortunately was in a bit of a dark place during that time, so I didn't really get to fully enjoy it. During but the day, at least. During the day, yeah. but I was well taken care of by the guides giving me uh, yeah, mystery what, concoction. Yeah, what was the concoction that really Coffee helped? grounds and lime, a bunch of lime and some other strange spices that they were forcing me yeah. to drink. And like cardamom, wasn't it? And cardamom, cardamom yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I guzzled that down. Do you think that worked? Or do you think it was like a, I, like, um, a placebo? A placebo. I don't know. No. I think it worked. I, I think. It, so that sounds like a placebo. I don't know. No. I did feel better though. There you go. And either way it worked. Either way it yeah. worked. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I did feel better. And so then that evening we got to this just random spot in the desert. I have yeah. no idea how we found it. We have no idea how they navigate through the desert, by the way. But anyway, um, we had two vehicles. And then we did a night of uh, at least an hour or so of sandboarding, which was super fun. Our first time to try it. And we had a couple laughs. Uh, Honestly, the most difficult part was coming back up the hill. You could only do it so many times because it's so challenging. Yeah. It's not quite like snowboarding, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. We wanted a chairlift. No chairlift. (laughs) No jib parks. If there was a chairlift, I would probably be doing it all night. It was was pretty slow, though. That's the only thing about sandboarding is it took you a while to slow. inch your way downhill. And once you hit that sweet spot, you're gone. Yeah, but I still liked it. Yeah. No, <gasps> yeah. it's still good. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed it too. And then we had this amazing camp built for us. We yeah. did nothing. Yeah. We had this beautiful dinner, dessert. Everything was made for us. Everything was prepared for yeah. us. We had sleeping mats and sleeping bags given to us. And it was quite warm until like three o'clock in the morning yeah. where we needed a sweater. Yeah. And then we woke up really hot. So it was still really warm because we went uh, the end of September. Yes. And we had some laughs in the evening and people were having drinks and hanging out. And it was a great opportunity for us to get to know some of yeah. the new teachers better. And it was a hoot. Yeah, and then the next day we went and saw some, uh, went to a little community and we were able to get some really beautiful pottery. Mm-hmm. So we were excited about that. And yeah, all in all, it was a really unique experience, but it was a lot of sand everywhere. A lot of sand. I'm still picking sand out of my ears. Yes. Right now. <laughs> yes. So it was really cool sleeping in the sand, but you truly become one with the sand. Yes, yeah, true. Okay. So that was the first weekend after recording our last episode yeah after that we did a golf week or i did a golf weekend yeah don't need to get too much into that no a lot of mediocre golf yeah beautiful spot beautiful pool moving on uh the weekend after that was and i had a girls weekend that weekend and we went to an awesome pool so i did something too that's right you did yeah yeah um moving on unless you want to talk more about your girls weekend no that's okay i'll keep that private Private. okay you're really gonna open up this episode about that weekend (laughs) three weeks later uh so after that weekend we did the incredible snorkeling dolphin resort long uber long weekend in marcelin 
which is about 10 hours away from here. Yep, 10 hours. So you first drive uh, east. Yep. That brings you to the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. So it's about two hours east, and then you drive about seven or eight hours south. Yeah. So you're getting closer to, because Cairo's at the top of Egypt, so you're getting closer to yeah. the middle or bottom part. Yeah, of you Egypt. make your way quite south. South, yeah. Yes. And it's. First time really on the Red Sea. Yeah. I know I kind of saw it on the golf trip, but first thing I noticed. Red Sea, not very red. Not very red. Bright, beautiful blue. Yeah. But a little disappointed about it. Yeah, same. I thought there'd be a red hue. A red hue. 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 Like what? What's a hue? It's just like a a reflection or a, uh, a, a mirage. S- no, a, a sighting. Just a really light sighting of it. Uh, a red in a way, off, yeah. Off a hue. the the skim of the ocean. Yes. Okay. But I was happy to see it was clear. That was nice. Yes. Definitely more clear than the Nile. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we did like a night at a resort and then we, or two nights at a resort. Yeah. And then we did a night on a boat. Yes. Which that 24 plus hours we did snorkeling while other members went diving. Yep. There was Snor- another group of 10 of us. Yeah. A different group. Gr- different group of 10. We only travel in packs of 10. <laughs> so that, so that, uh, so that day that we were out in the water, we snorkeled. There's seven of us, seven yeah. of us snorkeling. Three of them went diving, and we snorkeled along uh, a reef, which was yeah, so beautiful, gorgeous. absolutely stunning. It was so alive and full yeah. of fish and coral and yeah. turtles. Turtles. We did see some turtles. Yep. Yeah. And then probably the peak of that weekend, the best and most incredible part of that weekend was swimming with dolphins yes so we saw them as we were finishing up our snorkeling around the reef yep and we kind of saw them jump around the water but we had to go back in to pick up the other three people that were diving and i think also to have lunch yeah i think lunch was part of that anyways so we picked them up went back and we were swimming with dolphins for about 45 minutes after we went back there which was incredible like you hear about people swimming with dolphins at resorts where you're you know almost not you're 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 petting them they're kind of coerced to being there yeah here could be yeah here they are fully swimming in the natural habitat it's their home where they were there was probably 30 of them yeah babies at at least 30 babies some mamas moms um, lots of frisky lot teens. we saw a lot of action yeah and a lot of shit in the water yeah um, anyways but anyway <laughs> yeah it was amazing and we got lots of footage we you had a couple of gro- gopros you yeah. could hear them even through that they apparently are blind which i didn't know but they uh, got very close to us yes. we did not touch them no. that was not a part of what you should be doing in the wild yeah. um but they just seemed to be living their life they had no fear of us being there mm-hmm. and they actually kept coming co- they would leave and then yeah. come closer to us yeah. so they were having fun and playing and, and truly showing off yes. i felt especially on the first day yeah. I saw them. and our snorkel guide absolute dolphin fan and not not an f- american football fan but a fan not of, the miami dolphins. yeah not the miami dolphin who's a fan of that 
team. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for you if you are a fan. But anyways, he is a huge Dolphin fan. He talked about how he would save them from having plastic around their head and how they would, uh, you know, while he's swimming with them, they would make him cry. Yeah. Which now that I'm thinking, that story's a little suspect. How do you cry underwater? That's what I want to know. Well, he probably, like me, he cries afterwards because thinking about how amazing they are. And he's a dolphin. Like if he was an animal, he would be a dolphin. He's a snorkeler and he would dive way deep. Like free dive so far down. He would swim right next to them. And I think they thought he was a dolphin. Could have, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, then we did a second day with the dolphins, which yeah. they, that day they weren't as playful. Oh, they just kind of like, I, know, I was like, what are you guys doing? Go yeah. back to bed. Yeah. You sleepy guys. Yeah. So they were, but still swimming. Just kidding. Just not having as much fun. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. And then did some more snorkeling and we, oh. sorry, I just stepped on your foot. <laughs> it has pins and needles in it. So oh, just really, shit. yeah. Okay. So we uh, finished up snorkeling, went back to the resort, and that was the weekend. Yeah, that was the weekend. It was four days. Uh, went by super quick because yeah. we were actually quite busy the whole time. Yeah. Didn't spend too much at the resort, but this trip was all about adventure mm-hmm. and sightseeing and spending good time with friends. And we got back feeling like it was an amazing trip, yeah. even though it was such a long drive. It truly was worth it. It was nice to be on a weekend where you weren't just fully boozing the whole time, like a long weekend. Yeah, we were quite surprised. Yeah. Back home, you start boozing at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Here, we'd have a couple of dinner. Yeah. And Pass that's out. it. Which is nice because every morning, I felt wonderful. Yeah, we did. It was really strange. Yeah. Nice. It was, it was strange. But anyways, okay. so we, then that brings us to last weekend, which was at a home weekend where um, we just kind of hung around Cairo and that's kind of been the last two weekends, which has been nice as all of you are, are probably aware, vacationing can be fun. I know this is going to sound so privileged, but sometimes, especially when there's lots of travel involved, can feel exhausting at times. So yeah, we um, had a really fun um, birthday party on a boat. Yeah and had a good party night that night and then yeah we had a sports themed uh birthday this week as well so yeah there's been fun stuff but we've also really been exploring where we live yeah because it's there's still lots to do and things to see and it every time we stay here we find more and more to do and yeah it's pretty awesome great so that's been the last four or five weeks in cairo ship talk in cairo now this new segment we're gonna do yep it is called what have you learned? What have you learned? So, how this segment works, quite simple. We just ask each other, what have you learned? Pretty basic. It can be something related to Egypt, to Cairo, to the Middle East. It could be to just anything happening in your life. So, Aiden, we I think we both have about... Yeah. Two or three things. Yeah. So what is one thing you have learned? Well, I just Googled Hue because <laughs> I wanted to define exactly what it is because it's a hard word to define. But it says that it is a color or shade, the attribute of a color by virtue of which it is dersinable. Dersinable. I need pretty, to Google that too. This is great podcasting right now. 
Well, I'm sure people want to know. It's a gradient or a yeah. variety. It's a tint of a color. A people probably want to know what it is too. I'm sure they because they use it and what hue or discernible. Hue. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm confused on what we're looking <laughs> up right now. Okay, so anyway. So there we go. We are live right now. We're live. Yeah, and we're and we're showing you at this moment what we are learning. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's my first. We're time. pulling back the curtain to ship talk and showing you, the listener, what we're learning. I also learned. Should I say what else I learned? Yes. Other than the definition of hue. Yeah. Is this is going to be big for some of my girlfriends back home? Yeah. I learned. How to French braid my hair. Ooh, okay. This is something I've been wanting to do. If you've known me, if you've known me more than a few years, you probably know this about me. Do you talk about it a lot? I do. You do. Because every time I see someone with a French braid, I get jealous and ask them to French braid my hair. Mm -hmm. So usually if you ever see me in a French braid, oh, you know, someone it did it for me. It was it. never me. So for some reason, there's some beautiful girls here that I'm friends with and they French braid their hair yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. I, one night, I just got this inspired look yeah. because I felt like I'm sick and tired of asking my yeah. new friends and I don't you want to be initiative. that person. I took initiative mm -hmm. and I just did it. It was crazy. You just like, you didn't look, you didn't watch YouTube. You no. Okay. No. Cause I knew the premise of it. Mm -hmm. I always knew the premise, mm -hmm. but I couldn't do it. And I did it and I now wear them yeah, every day. Yeah. You do day. rock them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Currently they're in. Yeah. And now, is French, it's a bit, it's are, a lot. Are French braids always like pig, pigtail pig style? No, no, but that's my personal preference. That's your personal preference, <laughs> pigtail style. What other French braids could you do? Like just a single pony? Could you do three? I, could you do four? You can do whatever. Whoa. But I haven't learned those yet. Yeah. I've, I learned the single, is which I rock. Do trois And the braid. deux, I do rock. It's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I'm going to work on new techniques, but let me just have this win. Okay, sorry. Okay. I'm getting ahead of ourselves, or, or I'm, I'm getting you to be too far ahead of yourself. Yes, so that's a big one. Yep. Second one is I learned that I need to be more um, upfront about my issues with directions. Yes, okay. Because what happened? I, most people may know that Jordan's quite directionally savvy. And here is... North is always up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he is able to get around Madi, where we live, so easily. On the other hand, I am not, and there's no street signs or anything like that. So it's all based on landmarks. And so Jordan usually takes us around, um, myself and my girlfriend here, Olivia. We wanted to just go for a cruise, her and I. Two of us, we wanted to um, check out a few shops and enjoy a really peaceful walk together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she just probably assumed, oh, Jordan's great with directions. Aiden should be a great navigational leader for the trip, for our adventures shopping. Were you going to <sighs> more complicated? We were going to road nine, which is about 15 yeah. minute walk. Yep. 15, uh, 20 And road nine is a, is a street. It's a shopping street that has shops, restaurants, shops. Restaurants, cafes. Yeah. And a so, Dunkin' Donuts. You guys were going there for Dunkin'. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're hitting you up You guys are donuts. craving Dunkin'. Duncan, yeah. And it took us probably 30 to 40 to get but there. But it should take 10 to 15. And we oh, hit all the busy streets. And she was really upset because... Olivia was? Yes. No. Because she wanted to enjoy the quiet, peaceful streets we've done getting there before. Oh, no. And this was really busy. And I even accidentally walked us into the police station. <laughs> Just like... 
And I walked in so confident. Oh, and then, like you walked through the front doors of the police station? No, because they have barricades on the outside. And I just walked past the barricade. I okay, didn't even okay. care that there was guys sitting yeah. outside with AK-47s. With AK-47s, you're like, this seems like I gave a them a wave store. and a smile. Yeah. And they quickly told me to leave. <laughs> um, thankfully, they didn't use their AK-47. Yeah, they didn't get aggressive with you. And then I think that's when Olivia had her breaking point so and how, she how took over the did, navigation <laughs> how long did it take you to realize a you're lost yeah how long did it take you how long did it take olivia to realize i should do this i think officially like i was saying officially when i went into the police station barricade probably 30 minutes okay olivia, needs, we to, olivia needs to step in she she was really being kind but she she had to step in yeah and she did, and she guided us the rest of the way. Yeah, and it went really well. Okay, good. So I think she learned as well. Yeah. So that was a, I learned that I need to so be more vocal. She if, learned. If Olivia was on the podcast right now, she would say, this is what I learned. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm feeling confident about what I did learn in yep. the last few weeks. Um, but I'm curious what you learned. What I have learned. So first thing is, um, let's go with. Just to get it out of the way, I know everyone's expecting me to talk about it, is golf, okay? Uh, and it's really, it, it is summed up as uh, watch where you're stepping. Now let me tell you why you need to watch where you're stepping on golf courses in Cairo. So let's not focus on the first part of the story, okay? I hit a ball. The ball may or may not have gone two, three, no, one or two fairways over. Like I said, let's not focus on that part of the story. I would look for it, couldn't find it. Um, on my way back, what happened? I took a step and I fell into a hole. <laughs> I fell into a hole, very shocked. Was it marked? It was not marked. <laughs> it, that's why you gotta look for where you're going. Yes. So I just walked, my left foot went about knee high into a hole. And um, I don't know if I screamed, but I probably said expletive, what the f you know and john the guy who i was playing golf with was on our fairway where you probably should be while playing golf is on your own fairway he just looks at me in confusion being like what just happened and so i dig myself out of this hole i look at my leg and i got a scrape on my leg it's pretty small it's great i may need to go to a hospital (laughs) It's probably an inch. I'm not going to lie. I did look up our MetLife plan to see if this is covered. You did not. I might have. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and additionally, I might have tweaked my knee a little bit. I had a oh. bit of a limp. And of course, we were walking on the golf course. So did that affect the rest of your game? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. The best golfer, best athlete blames things that has nothing yeah. to do with his game. So was it more physically or mentally difficult? Both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always knew I was had a bit of a labor on my left leg. Mm. So, and that's kind of, that's where the power comes from in my golf mm. swing. And it just wasn't there. Yeah. So that's maybe why the next few holes, I, I got a seven, I got an eight. I think it's because my leg was a little sore. Yeah. So remember, if any of you are golfing in Cairo, which I know a lot of you will be, watch where you are stepping. That's good. That's good, right? Mm. Okay. I was trying to like, when I thought of that story, I was thinking the whole time, how can I make like a hole in one joke? Yeah. I couldn't really think of one besides like my leg. <laughs> Is I had hole. one leg in a hole. 
your legs in one <laughs> yeah I, know, I just i was really trying to think of a whole in one joke and i just couldn't but anyways so the next thing i learned is egyptians deal with conflict in a very strange and absurd way and you were there for this one so yes. we walked out of again ratios bakery and um let's not talk about how much we go there so we walk out of ratios bakery and we see a car behind another car with a car more or less in front or driving across that other one. Yeah. And so the middle car couldn't go anywhere because yeah. that other car was kind of parking or doing something yeah. in front of them. The car in the back couldn't may or may that. not have yeah. seen that first car. So the, the car in the back started honking its horn like quite aggressively. And in Cairo, people love their horns. There's different types of horns there are different beats to the horn that says certain things this one i think was just saying hurry the fuck up yep and let's get moving um, yeah i'm ready to go i'm ready to go i gotta go see the pyramids or something i don't know most likely yeah so he was uh, honking the horn the guy in the middle who was getting honked at stuck his head out the window looked back at the the honker and started yelling in Arabic to him. And the saddest part is the guy that first started yelling, that middle guy, I saw him leave ratios. He was so happy. Oh no. He was like, I just got my cruffin. Of course. And I might've just got my, my coconut milk latte. Oh. And he was saying hi to people. I think he pet the cat on the front step. He oh, was loving life. So oh, now. Of course he was. I know. So now he's stuck he's in this upset. predicament. This guy's honking at him. He's upset He's now. upset. So he sticks his head out. He's yelling Arabic at him. Now the guy honking at him, he gets out his head's out the window. Now they're yelling at each other through the car. Yeah. So this is when me and you really started because we're we walking that it. way. We're like, yes, here we go. Let's yeah. let's see some conflict. Let's see how this plays out. Yeah. Let's see what happens here. So then they get out of the car. Yeah. Now they start walking towards each other. In Canada, or oh. in the US, or really in many places, if this is happening, people would be fighting. Like physically yeah, fighting. Physically. Or, yes. or someone would have to step in between them. And yes. I was like, I hope that's not us. No, I wasn't ready. I was not ready. I don't really know much Arabic and I don't think I could diffuse that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Shokran. I would say, I'd just be saying, thank, thank you, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I would be saying like, Shamel, which is right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's laugh. I don't even know that. <laughs> or uh, Yamin, which is right. And then they might think, okay, he wants me to punch him with my right hand or my left, left hand. hand. And they'd get confused. And then before, you know what, I am fighting Egyptian people. Yes. So that's why I didn't step in. Anyway, so these people are, these two men, two older men. And they are face, face, to, face. to face. No mask. Touching nose, no mask, and you know spits coming out oh, of Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they are going at it. And we're like, yes, here we go. So they do this for about. No, I got sad. I didn't like it. You got sad? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were super into it. No, I was into it, but I just, I didn't like that they were doing it. Uh, okay. But where things change, they stop talking. The one guy who's getting honked at slaps him in the back with a big smile on his face and walks away. And then the guy who got, just got, the guy who was originally honking slaps him in the back, back, back. Yeah. And now they're buddies. Now they're, they're laughing. And they're they were laughing. laughing about it. Yeah. And we're we, just like. We don't get it. Whoa. What? But we also couldn't understand what they were saying. I know, but. Like, you never think that back home. No. Like, guy in a big red truck honking at another guy, you know, get out of the way, get out of the way. They wouldn't just be like, 
yada yada yada. They yelled for thirty you, seconds, you. and then they were laughing, and it was all done within a minute. Yes. Yeah. I know. And I was talking to Louis, who is someone who's been here now for two years, or this is his second year, and he's saying it's like there's like a safe word in Arabic where conflict escalates, and then they say it, oh. and then they just take a step back and they walk away. Oh, okay. So I want to know what that safe word is. Well, maybe that's what we'll share next podcast. Oh, maybe. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is we need to get into some Egyptian conflicts. Exactly. Yeah. If I join an Egyptian fight club, I join an Egyptian fight club. Maybe that's what we need to do to give some good content for next yeah, episode. Yeah, true. Because this dolphin stuff's kind of boring. Exactly. <laughs> over it. Okay, yeah, over I want to okay, see let's, you let's street fight in Egypt. <laughs> that's way yeah. more interesting. That Road 9 sounds interesting. Fight someone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's what I learned. And then was there anything else that I learned? Um, I'm sure there is, but I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. So that's what we have been doing. Yes. Um, I know these podcasts are probably coming out later than all of you are anticipating. I know you're just sitting constantly refreshing Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Where is it? We're waiting. Where is it? We got to learn about this fight club that they're part of. Um, So we are going to be trying to get these out more. I'm hoping we can get... We need an interview. We need people on there. We're Uh, working on that. We we are in the works. Our producer is talking to... Yeah. There's emails being exchanged. There's money being exchanged. Yeah. Gifts. Gifts. Yeah. I know. And there's demands um, by by these people. And we're also in talks with Great Estates Okanagan for shipping some wine here because the wine sucks. So Uh, I would say it sucks. There's no Uh, Great Estates. I would say it sucks. Really? Yes, I do not like it. Hence why it takes me so long to drink a glass. Which you have a glass in front of you that you put away last night because you can't even finish a glass. Yeah, so we're working on something there. I don't think it's it's too bad. Okay, well. I might bring some home. I mean, propose it to Great Estates. Hey, put this on your line. <laughs> you know who makes good wine? People who do not drink. <laughs> Never drank before. Here you, go. Here you go. Let's just throw a lot of sugar and a lot of booze. Exactly. So anyways, um, that's it. That's it for this week. Please feel reach free. Out to us. Yeah, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, we've had all these talks about setting up zoom calls or, or skype calls with friends and we haven't done one yet <laughs> so either you're missing us or we just don't care about you or, or vice versa yeah exactly yeah, i was I gonna say it. it's probably more vice like, versa it was really nice for all of you to be like oh i hope you have a good time we should stay in touch neither of us have done a good effort to stay in touch so clearly we... one of us was just being polite two months ago so we need to find out who that was yeah next episode who is our real friend yeah <laughs> With that, uh, yeah, we'll see you on episode three. See you on episode three. Thanks for listening. Talk soon.